The Biden administration is asking Israel to delay its ground incursion into Gaza. That's according to two sources briefed on discussions who say that the delay would potentially allow for both more negotiations over the hostages that Hamas took on October 7th and also would allow for more aid to be allowed to, to be delivered to innocent civilians in Gaza. The sources say that Friday's release of two American hostages, Judith and Natalie Renan from outside Chicago, signaled that negotiators believe they could make progress on freeing some of the more than 200 hostages believed to be currently held by Hamas. Joining me now to discuss is the chairman of the House Select Committee on Intelligence, Congressman Mike Turner of Ohio. Uh, Congressman, thank you so much for joining us. So uh, two American hostages were released by Hamas. Um, this is obviously a brutal terrorist group. Uh, they didn't release the hostages out of the goodness of their hearts or for humanitarian reasons. So why did they release the hostages? What did they get in exchange? Well, certainly they're continuing to have ne negotiations and, and discussions. But what we're very aware of, which, as you just noted, is, you know, Hamas is a franchise of Iran, the, the brutal terrorist attacks that have occurred in, in Israel are going to result in, in Israel entering into Gaza and in, in taking um, you know, this conflict to Hamas itself uh, in order to diminish their ability to continue to, to threaten Israel. As we see that unfold, uh, certainly getting humanitarian aid is important. Getting the hostages back are important. And, and as there are opportunities that, that those break, you know, certainly um, you know, they, they need to be pursued. But, but the United States should not be dictating to Israel the, the prosecution of, of this conflict. Um, they, they certainly are on the ground. They know the risks. They know the, the, the consequences. Um, and uh, certainly the, the United States supports uh, their efforts to diminish this, this terrorist threat. How involved uh, were American officials in securing the release of these two American hostages? And are you optimistic more hostages might be released? Do you know how, do you not know how many more Americans are currently being held hostage in Gaza by Hamas? Yeah, no, I, I would certainly say that you know, Hamas needs to release all hostages and certainly all American hostages. Uh, you know, there are some reports that have been public uh, that perhaps all of the Hamas leadership was not aware of the brutal terrorist attack that was going to occur into Israel. There may be some surprise in the leadership of Hamas that they now find themselves with tanks on their borders um, and a, uh, a conflict going to ensue. And they may see that these hostages are, are a, an important opportunity uh, to, to return them back to uh, Israel and the United States uh, so that they can get out of the way and, and hopefully address this issue of how will they move from a terrorist organization and state, a franchise of Iran, uh, to, to an area where there can be peace. So obviously, as the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, you're a member of the Gang of Eight. You get to see the very top classified intelligence. Who is responsible for the explosion at the Baptist ho Hospital in Gaza Tuesday, which um, the Palestinian Health Ministry, which, which is obviously controlled by Hamas, blamed on the Israelis, but U.S. intelligence seems to have concluded it was, it was actually more likely to have been caused by pa Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Who, who is responsible, according to the evidence you've seen, and how conclusive is that intelligence? Uh, well, my, uh, my counterpart, uh, ranking member Jim Himes from Connecticut, the two of us received a briefing that included not just the conclusions by the administration, but also the assessment, what was the process undertaken in order to determine uh, that this was not uh, the fault of Israel. Um, and uh, both of us concluded, in fact, we released a statement uh, that we concur with the administration's conclusion uh, that, that this was not a result of, of Israeli action. 
There are there is a, a Democratic member of Congress who is out there still blaming it on Israel, uh, and I've heard some members uh, say that she should be briefed. Uh, and uh, I'm wondering, is there an intelligence briefing being offered to members of Congress so that everyone can be informed as to what the the latest information uh, is? Sure. Well, the administration's actually done a very good job of pulling together both the leadership in the House. We've been to the meeting with Jake Sullivan and the National Security Council um, and um, uh, getting their information and get a briefing directly from him. Plus, all of the House of Representatives were called into a briefing uh, where we both had um, the Office of Director of National Intelligence and the Department of Defense. So there's been a tremendous amount of effort to get information to members. And I think this is very important, as it has been in the Ukraine conflict, especially as the administration moves forward to look for an aid package uh, to get through Congress for both uh, the conflicts in Ukraine and, uh, and Israel. Based on what you know, do you think the Israelis are doing enough to protect the innocent civilians in Gaza? I I'm sure you've heard Israeli leadership say that Palestinians are victims of Hamas as well. And then they are. I mean, there's no question, you know, there was an election in which Hamas, uh, you know, came to power in Gaza and then suspended all elections. And, and certainly the people in, in Gaza are captive to them. Uh, and there's certainly a brutal uh, terrorist organization that, that is uh, is ruling that area. And I do think uh, that the people and the Palestinians in, in Gaza are victims of them as well. Uh, Israel has done uh, a great deal of effort to try to get people to move out of the way as they go in to try to uh, remove Hamas and it, its uh, ability to execute terrorist uh, acts. Um, this certainly is going to be very, very difficult. I do, do know that the United States is working both on the intelligence side um, and the strategy side with Israel to try to determine ways to increase uh, the, 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 um, the security of Palestinians in the area who are not involved in Hamas. Uh, but this is obviously going to be be very, very difficult. And um, it, it, uh, it goes both to the, the uh, security and safety of the Palestinians and the Israelis uh, that Hamas be removed. President Biden just announced a $105 billion aid package for Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan, and the southern border. Obviously, the legislative branch of the United States government can't do anything until House Republicans pick a speaker. Um, a, do you support the package? B, at what point does the dysfunction of House Republicans jeopardize national security? Right. I do support the package. I think it's incredibly important that we move forward to make certain that we stand up against the authoritarian regimes that are, are trying to undermine democracies that are our allies. I think also that we should be more focused on Russia as a threat to the United States than we ha have been, because this is not just an issue of Ukraine or not Ukraine. This is an issue of, you know, Russia is our adversary and they intend to do us and our, and our allies harm. And of course, with Israel, uh, this is one that is has great clarity. We've all seen um, and have just, um, you know, been saddened by the atrocities that we've seen and the, the need for uh, addressing the issue of Hamas. With respect to the national security, clearly having a house that's not function is, is certainly a security threat for our country. Um, the, this aid package, though, is not being delayed as a result of, of the House. Uh, at this point, the Senate has taken up this aid package. It looks like it'll be about two weeks before that package comes out of the Senate itself. And certainly, we all hope we'll have a speaker by then. Um, there are seven uh, candidates so far for a speaker. Is there one that you particularly are, are leaning towards? And do you think that that person can get 217 votes? 
you know, getting 217 is, is obviously going to be very difficult and is, is the sort of Rubik's Cube of, of the answer to all of this. Uh, I supported Kevin McCarthy. I supported Jim Jordan. I supported Scalise. Uh, I supported Jim on the floor also. Um, I think we need to find someone who hopefully can get to 217 before we're all poised in very drama fashion on the House floor trying to determine how this will unfold. Uh, I really uh, hope in the next several days as we come together as a Republican caucus that we're able to resolve that so that we go unified to the House floor and deliver a speaker. I hope you don't take this personally, but do you guys have any idea how clownish you look? Well, you know, Jake, I'm, I'm very fond of saying that um, Congress is a light like high school, but even more so. So um, hopefully we'll get past this. And, um, you know, I certainly have been part of the governing majority, and uh, I'm going to stay part of that and look forward to those who are on the fringes hopefully coming together so that we can get uh, a speaker. I said that to Congressman Wilmack last week, high school, and he said that that's an insult to high school students. It's more like junior high. Congressman Turner, Chairman Turner, good to see you. I, ho I hope you guys pick Thanks. a speaker sometime soon. Great. Thanks, Jake.